Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is spookily October 13th, 2017. My name is Philip Rossmanreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Hoping everyone avoids Skittles commercials today on October 13th. If you get that joke, congratulations. Um, I actually like that ad, but uh, well, that's, that's neither here nor there. Today, of course, is the final day of the pre... Well, technically, the final day of the preseason. The Orlando Magic will play the Cleveland Cavaliers over at the Amway Center Later on today, we'll have a complete preview of that game, the final one for the Magic this preseason. Then I'm going to talk about some kind of big picture issues uh, and, and really talk about where the Magic stand this season uh, as far as why I think it's so important for them to win and then why I think it's important for them to win early. So I think that's that's going to be the big t- the big talking point from today, I'm also going to have a few comments on on Aaron Gordon and Alfred Payton and their contract extension. So, can like they will not get extensions done before the deadline. But before we get into all that, I do want to say a quick word about the Locked On Podcast Network. You've heard me talk about it all week. Just like Locked On Magic, there's a Locked On Podcast for every single NBA team. So, if you're looking to learn a little bit more about the Cleveland Cavaliers, you can check out Locked On Cavs. They do a fantastic job. Covering the Cavaliers, just like we probably, hopefully, maybe do a fantastic job covering the Orlando Magic. Just go to iTunes and search Locked On with your favorite team, or second favorite team at least, and you can download and subscribe to those podcasts there. All right, on to today's episode. The final preseason game is finally upon us. The Orlando Magic will take on the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Amway Center. It was Really, honestly, initially going to be a, a really interesting test for this Magic team. Uh, I thought, at least, it was looking like it was going to be a uh, a game where the Magic would get a chance to go up against a not completely healthy Cleveland Cavaliers team, but at least a decent Cleveland Cavaliers team, and give themselves a good look at what what they are going to be in a sort of dress rehearsal game. The Magic, of course. Um, have played a lot of their players throughout the preseason. They just gave gave a bunch of guys the day the day off Monday and Tuesday. Uh, but slowly but surely, Frank Vogel has raised the minutes for his key players. Aaron Gordon played, I think, thirty five minutes on Tuesday. Uh, three three other players played thirty minutes on Tuesday, and so they're clearly getting ready to step up and get ready for the regular season. But but they haven't put it all together yet. And Vogel last year said he was going to use, I think it was the penultimate preseason game, as sort of a dress rehearsal. 
and it looked like he was going to use this game Friday as a dress rehearsal. And, and he said on Thursday that he planned to give to use a more or less normal rotation for a good chunk of the game. Maybe the starters don't finish the game, but more or less he was going to give guys their normal minutes. So keep an eye out on lineups and rotations. That's that's what I plan to do at least just to get a feel for what lineups the Magic are going to use and, and how they're going to play. However, it appears the Cleveland Cavaliers don't want to play that game. LeBron James has already been announced as out for Friday's game. He, he's resting a sore ankle, I believe. He's played in only one preseason game. Uh, he is questionable, I believe, for the opener on Tuesday. And it appears the Cavaliers may also sit several other players as well. So it is not entirely clear at this point who Cleveland's going to play and just how valuable this game's going to be. Um, you know, I remember two years ago with Scott Skiles, the Magic hoped to use their finale in the preseason as sort of a uh, as a trial run, as kind of a dress rehearsal as well. And Memphis ended up sitting all their players. And, and I remember Skiles saying after that game, you know, I was going to use it as dress rehearsal, but once Memphis sat all their players, I decided... Uh, that it would be more beneficial to rest players and, and give them uh, and not risk injury before the season begins than uh, go down that path. So this game may end up that way too. On the injury front, Terrence Ross is uh, is probably going to miss the game. He sat out practice Thursday with the flu. He's coming off the, the hamstring issue. Uh, Vogel said Thursday that he's probably not going to play him just as a precaution. Evan Fournier, though, will be back. He looks like he'll be available to play. He practiced on Thursday after tweaking his ankle in Saturday's game. So the Magic, if they want to use this as a dress rehearsal, certainly can. Um, they should have just about everyone available. Uh, if they don't want to, if it turns out that Cleveland doesn't want to play play fair or play nice, then it could be just a regular, boring preseason game where not a lot happens. Um, as I think they've said throughout the whole preseason, it's more about getting themselves ready, getting used to each other, getting out on the floor. So I do think the Magic, even if Cleveland doesn't play their main guys, I do think the Magic will... Um, try and go out there and get some work in, get some work done. They may not go as long as they would have otherwise, but the Magic definitely have plenty they need to grow from and grow with, and that's what they're going to do. On the news front as well, uh, of course, Monday is the deadline for extensions around the NBA. The the draft class of 2014 is due up for uh, their extensions uh, before the season begins. Uh, they uh, will if they don't sign one, they'll be eligible for restricted free agency next summer. And the Magic have a big decision to make with Aaron Gordon and Alfred Payton. According to a report from Josh Robbins of the Orlando Sentinel, it appears the Magic will not be offering extensions. This isn't too much of a surprise, and you know I think that some people may read this as, oh, the Magic don't want to keep Gordon and Payton; they need to pay him now. It's like, no, I don't think that's the case at all. I think it's a market decision. I think it's a a new management decision. I think that the Magic will be more than happy to take care of both if they have good seasons next summer. Remember, Jeff Weltman and John Hammond are new to the situation. They don't know Aaron Gordon very well. They don't know Alfred Payton very well. They have every right, and I think it's warranted from them, as they said throughout camp, they want to take a step back, evaluate their roster, learn what they have, and then make decisions about where to take the franchise in the future. It's a lot about just getting used to the guys, and it does seem like they like Gordon, but... This is a guy that's only averaged 12 points per game in his career, about roughly 9 points per game for his entire career, 12 points per game last year. Although he did average 16 points per game to end the season last year after the All-Star break, he hasn't proven it over an 82-game season yet, 
And while the returns are very, very promising for him from the preseason, it is just preseason. I think the Magic are right to to wait a little bit. Um, you know, we've we've been having this debate on the Orlando Magic Daily Slack, and hopefully we'll be sharing that with you soon. It, it's it feels like waiting is the right call with Gordon and, and all the potential that he has, just to kind of feel things out. Um, there, there's no reason to rush into a deal with him. Um, you know, just especially since he hasn't really proven everything. Same goes for Alfred Payton, unfortunately. Uh, Payton, although he's played a little bit more than Gordon, had a little bit more success. He's been up and down and in and out of the lineup throughout his career. Um, he's no guarantee either uh, to, to be the quote-unquote point guard of the future for this team. And so, like with Gordon, I think with him, it's also warranted to uh, to, to wait on him and see what, a, what he can get in free agency or what he might get on the market, how he plays in this new style, and whether he gets comfortable. Also, like Gordon, I think it's very possible that the Magic re-sign Peyton this summer too, or match match offers for him as well. Um, He's played very, very well in this new system, and, and he looks really, really good. And so I think the Magic are in the right spot. I think they made the right decision if, if this is really where they're going, if there's not any changes at the at the end before the deadline. I do think that this is the right play for the Magic and uh, the right play for Gordon and Peyton. Really, it's an investment in themselves. I'm sure the Magic made an offer that was maybe a little lower than they were wanting, and Gordon and Payton should say, no, we know we can get, we know we can play better, we know we can do more. And so it's as much a challenge as anything else. And, you know, if the Magic truly do value them, they'll take care of them in the summer uh, when free agency hits. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. So, now we enter the eve of a new season. Uh, the preseason is all almost done. We'll, we'll recap that game uh Monday or Tuesday, depending on how it goes. I'm, 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 I'm maybe thinking of doing a special episode Monday, so stay tuned for details on that. But, um, you know, we're, we're on the doorstep of a new season here. And, you know, I've read through a lot of predictions, a lot of projections of the team. I've seen, every, I've seen everyone predict the Magic from 25, 26 wins this year to 35, 36, 37, 38 wins. Um, you know, some people saying, you know, they can do much more. Some people saying they can do less. Some people, like me, probably stuck somewhere in the middle. And it's definitely a season this year of transition and of potential growth. But, you know, even this summer, it felt like a season where the Magic were going to kind of kick the down the ball down the road. But while the Magic stayed relatively still during the summer months and 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 the projections kind of have the Magic coming out flat with with a somewhat uncertain future. I honestly would still argue that this is an important season for the Orlando Magic. And it's not just about new management get kind of getting their feet wet and, and understanding the team that they have. It's it's honestly more about setting the team up for the future. 
if you've listened to the show throughout the summer months when we had nothing to talk about, you know, it's it's a very real debate among Magic fans right now, I think. And probably among NBA observers looking at this Magic team, like, thinking, why aren't they tanking? Why are they still kind of in this fight? What What are they doing? Why are they adding veterans? Which I think is a fair question, but... Why does it still seem like the Magic want to make the playoffs? Now, the East came down to the Magic, which I'm sure enters into that calculation too, but it is a fair question. Why is winning so important to this franchise? And it's not just the argument that it's 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 been five years since the team made the playoffs and the fans are restless. That 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 part is, I, I believe, true. And I do think that that does weigh a bit with this team, with this organization. But let's throw that argument aside. It isn't necessarily just a financial argument. As I've said, this feels like a no-lose season. Where if the Magic succeed and make the playoffs, that's great. They make the playoffs, it's a goal. If they struggle and fall back deeper into the lottery, they struggle and fall back deeper into the lottery. That's good too. Maybe the middle is is bad still there. Maybe not being in the playoff race is bad. But as I've said repeatedly, I think what's most important is to restore faith in the franchise. And it's not just fans' faith in this franchise. It's, as we discussed a little bit with Rick, with Ricky last week on the podcast, it's other teams' faith. To me... Winning this year will increase the marketability of every player on the team. It will make the team more attractive to free agents, as, as we discussed, but it, it, it more than that will help the Magic get out of kind of the cap hole that they're in. The Magic this summer had only, what, $12, $13 million to spend. It was cap room, but not much. Not enough to make a significant dent in the team. And even as I sit here today before this season as an optimist, believing that this team can flirt with the playoffs, I'm, I'm not ready to say they'll make the playoffs. I think they can flirt with it. I don't think they're one of the worst teams in the East. But as we sit here and, and, and think about this season... I I think that winning ultimately makes it easier to get better players. Because the problem with this team right now, someone asked me this, the problem with this team right now is that there just isn't any top-end talent. There is not a clear-cut guy who can be an all-star. Maybe that is Aaron Gordon. Maybe that is Jonathan Isaac. We don't know at this point. But the flaw in this team is that, and, and it's a fair flaw to point out, the Magic have several good players, but no great players, and certainly no superstar players. You read enough of these top 100 lists, and another one came out yesterday with Tim Bontemps of the Washington Post po- posting his. Only Evan Fournier made it from the Magic, and he was in the 90s. It is hard to win in this league without good without top end players 
And so the question that everyone is asked is, okay, how do the Magic get one of those? If they can't get it through the draft, which the Magic have tried, the Magic can't get it through the draft. Then the then you got to go through trades and free agency. And if your trade chips don't have much value, if you value your trade chips more than other teams do, it's tough to make deals. And that's what the Magic found this summer. And to some extent, that might be what they found last summer when they were shopping, when they began shopping Victor Oladipo around or began seeing what Victor Oladipo could get. This is all to say that winning helps the magic in every way. It's not just about rolling the the contracts over another year. Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross will be expiring deals next summer. Who knows what value they have? Apparently Terrence Ross can get you a Serge Ibaka. But who knows what value they really have? A strong season from them, all of a sudden you've got two $24 million, you got $24 million in contracts you can take off the books and turn into something. A good year from Bismack Biombo, that contract still looks bad, but maybe a little less bad. And another year closer to its finish. Evan Fournier has bounces back with a strong year. He is a capable player. He is not someone that I think is completely untradeable even now. It's not to say the Magic should be shopping these guys today, but certainly the perception of them around the league gets better and increases if the Magic take care of their business and win some games and prove that these guys can be winners. Is it not just that they, they're not on a winning team, it's that a lot of them have never been on a winning team, not as major contributors. And so to me, it is, an, it is incredibly important for the Magic to win, to kind of boost morale all around to boost everybody up. What that will take is certainly still up in the air, and, and I think we've seen some signs that the team can get there and, and some some signs that the team can do some really nice things. But yes, it's, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take more than a lot, to be honest. But the Magic have to do it. The Magic have to go for these wins. And I think that is beyond any type of doubt at this point. So how are they going to do it? What's the game plan to do it? Because it is such a long road for this team. It's, 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 I mean, even the, the coaching staff is keeping expectations pretty low to the public, at least to the media. But Frank Vogel said, you know, we believe we can be a playoff team, but we have our work cut out for us. It's going to be a long road. We're going to have to do a lot of work. And so, you know, I've talked to a few fans about this, and I think they, I think people share this idea that early success is going to determine whether the season works or not. I really believe that. And the Magic start to this season is going to be difficult. A lot of road games, a lot of playoff teams in those first 20 games. But I do, I sincerely believe a strong start is absolutely key to this team. Right now, the camaraderie is great. 
Evan Fournier said, if you're not happy in training camp, you might as well not play. Everyone believes right now. But belief runs cold when you struggle. Especially when it's a lot of new people, it's a new system, it's a new coach, it's a new team, it's a new group, yada, 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 yada. And so I think one of the things that derailed last season was the team got off to a slow start. They were struggling to score. Their defense was really good, but they were struggling to score, and they were a below 500 team. And so when things fell apart, everyone checked out as too strong of a word, perhaps, but there was no belief in what they were doing could work. I mean, Vogel noted at one point he didn't want to change the starting lineup or change lineups too quickly. He wanted to give them a chance to work so that the players would believe in his authority, essentially, and believe in his decision-making. And constantly switching the lineup doesn't accomplish that. It's somewhat the same issue here. A strong start to the season would mean everyone believes in the system. Everyone knows they have evidence that what they're doing works, that the, what the coaching staff saying works. They trust the coaching staff to make it work. And so when things get tough, they have something to fall back on. That's all part of the base that a team has to build in training camp over years of playing together. And that's why I think it's so important for the Magic to to succeed early. What we've seen in the preseason, I think, counts. You can clearly see the way they play has given them success. The starters are playing really, really well. The bench players are getting into their rhythm. Like, honestly, winning... If Cleveland had played a lot of their guys and the Magic had hung tough, you could take it as a moral victory. It's a sign, it's, it's proof positive that things work. Remember last year in the preseason, the Magic got blown out on several occasions, or the starters did at least. They went to Miami and got beat by 30, I think. They were down 20 to New Orleans with their starters, and the starters came out, and and, and New Orleans starters came out, and they ended up winning that game in overtime. And, and that was the dress rehearsal game. So playing strong from the start. So this preseason run where the Magic have looked very good, and very cohesive, I think is a very positive sign for this team. It's, again, proof that they can trust the coaching staff, that what they're running works. And that will be come in handy. A strong start to the season would also help flow that together. And so I do, I, I truly believe this. I think it's imperative that the Magic do get off to that hot start. That the Magic find that success early on in the season. It won't be easy, of course. Again, the Magic schedule to start the year is extremely difficult. I think they play the most road games of any team in the league in the first half of the season. They got a big road trip out west, like right off the bat, middle of November. If they can get past that point, better than expected, playing confidently, then we could be seeing a we could be seeing a really nice season. 
not a season where they struggle. If they struggle out of the gates, if they can't get those wins, it could be another rough year like it was last year. An extremely rough year like it was last year. This is a team that still needs to buy in. And it looks like they are. But you never really know until the games start counting. And that's why I think winning early on and playing well early on is going to be critical. This is not a team that can dig itself out of a hole. This is not a team that can round itself into shape. They need to be ready to go from the tip. They don't have time to lose. They don't have a margin for error to spend. And so they need the confidence of success to carry them through their 82-game schedule. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Like I said, uh, I'm gonna tr- I'm, I'm thinking of doing a special episode on Monday, so be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic on Sunday. Um, I may do a, a big NBA preview show um, on Facebook Live, but don't hold me to that quite yet. I'm still I'm still formulating what I want to do with that, but be sure to. Uh, Keep an eye on Locked On Magic on Twitter at Locked On Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can, of course, subscribe to whatever I do on Monday on the podcast on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher. Tune in all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. And follow me on Twitter at philipr underscore omd. That's P-H-I-L-I-P-R-R underscore omd. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can also follow the, the site on Twitter at OmagicDaily. That's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I will see you all again Monday at the latest for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.